Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Matt Eberflus will be at the podium at the Scouting Combine this afternoon. Will he clear up the QB1 discussion? Will he unveil the plan? What will be the big news out of the media session? Oh, I, I think uh, Matt Eberflus, you know, we'll probably talk about whether how he's groomed, right? Whether his his beard is trimmed or something. I, I don't expect Matt Eberflus, it doesn't appear to be in his nature, to uh, to be the guy that blurts out all the quarterback stuff. I think that, you know, I, I would be surprised if we get clarity on, uh, on any of that today. I don't think it's the time. I think they're down there. They're going to have meetings. I would guess that he will be kind of, uh, he will be dancing like, the offensive coordinator was in the same position. I think, um, you know, it's an interesting session because you are there and you're, the whole media is there. It's not just the Chicago media, so he'll be asked kind of league-wide questions and other stuff as well. Um, I don't believe there will be breaking news. Um, I just don't, I'm just trying to, in my mind, figure out what that breaking news would be. They've named their coaching staff, um, I would be surprised if uh, if they kind of uh, leak anything regarding the offseason plan altogether and how they're going to uh, uh, rebuild their team. So I don't, you know, Matt Eberflus is he doesn't give the most riveting news conferences. I'd be surprised if this one varied from that uh, example. Well, maybe we'll hear about the new look, right? He's got a he's got a new look. He grew out he grew out a beard. He has a new hairdo. You think he's going to talk about that? Well, I, I, he's going to be asked about it. No, he's not. He, oh, okay. Do you think he's going to talk about that? If he's asked about it, he's, I mean, he's not going to go out of his way, but I bet he's asked about his new look. You're gonna, he's going to talk about He's going to be asked about his stubble. He's going to be asked. About, he, he looks like he lost weight. He looks like he lost weight. He definitely got a new hairdo. I think some of the players were also taking like credit for like influencing the new hairdo. So I do think that there will be some fun about that. Yes, I don't know why that. Like, I mean, gosh, the scoffing. I mean, boy, welcome, welcome back, Dustin. Take you, two days off, Dustin, and it's like welcome back. I, you know, I don't keep think your, there was scoffing. Your, I think your, he just jumped your, all over you. Well, you don't really th- believe? That's, that's, yeah, I that's do, not David. A scoff. I, you, you and Molly won't be there, okay? Right. So, like, there will be some eh, questions asked today, trying to break the ice, seeing if they could get him loosened up a little bit, so we might be able to get. Some information. They're not going to say anything. Given They're going to say years, nothing. Given all your experience in sports talk radio, given all your 
press conferences and locker rooms and all those things. If you were there today, would you ask Matt Eberflus about his beard stubble? I, I, I don't know about the beard stubble, but could you talk about your your new look since the end of the? You know, was that your wife? Was that your daughter's? I'm t- it's a way to loosen things up. It is. Yes, I, I do believe in today's in today's day and age and the fact that, as Mully just said, he doesn't really give you a whole lot. I mean, maybe we're going to find out. Are they going to tag the cornerback today? <laughs> or are they going to announce that there's a new deal with the cornerback? Okay, cor- maybe. maybe that's the news we might that find out. That would be awesome. The, the cornerback has been tagged, or there's a new big-time deal for the cornerback. That, that would be the new – if anything gets – broken today as far as news goes that to me would be the news we have tagged the cornerback we've got a new deal with the cornerback that would be the news today and boy ryan poles you look thin have you been eating different are you and matt are you in are you and matt Eberflus on the sota <laughs> state of the art there you go you're still selling that to get residuals for that i Unfortunately, think that, no i think that matt Eberflus today is going to stay on brand and in character the bears have one objective i think today when Ryan Poles meets the Chicago media and then later when Matt Eberflus meets the national media with Bears beat members present, you've got to make clear that you believe in Justin Fields. You've got to rally, not rally, you have to provide a unified front. We believe in him. You have to let people think that you actually could keep him. You want to let everyone know that you support your players who are under contract with you, even though... You may be taking offers in Ryan Poles' hotel suite, and you better be. You better be open for business. They better be doing more in that that hotel suite than playing darts and putt-putt. That is where you want to make a deal. But publicly, you want to say Justin Fields is a tremendous leader. He's a consummate professional. He's the toughest guy in a locker room. We love the way the players have rallied around him, and we can envision keeping him. We can envision him taking us to the playoffs. And, oh, by the way, is that a second-round pick you're offering Las Vegas? Okay. What do you think, Atlanta? Do you have a first-round pick you're willing to give us? No. I don't know what they're going to get for him, but publicly they have to provide a unified front that you'll hear from Matt Eberflus. Privately, they've got to be seeking offers to make a deal for the quarterback that's moving on. What I was going to say to your question there or your statement that's the voice of Taylor McGregor. She'll be here at 825, live from Cubs camp. Any idea how long Cody Bellinger will be with the Cubs? Is this three-year, $60 million deal a one-year deal, or will he be here for two years? If you had a guess, will he be more or less likely to get a long-term deal after the upcoming season? Is regression a legitimate fear? I think regression is a legitimate fear based on the metrics from last season, and I think that probably prevented a lot of teams from wanting to write those eight to 10 year contracts and to write a check that big, make a commitment that that significant financially. I do think Cody Bellinger, this is a one year, $30 million prove it deal again. And I expect him to prove a lot. I think Cody Bellinger's worst days are behind him. Maybe that's looking at it from a Cub fan perspective and the glass half full, but I do think his worst days are behind him. I think he's a winning player. And I think that he's going to be part of some winning with the Cubs. And ideally, his presence makes the Cubs a division champion. They go into the playoffs, they make some noise, and he wants to come back and be part of it again. There will be more suitors next time around, perhaps. But I don't know where baseball is headed with these large contracts, these 8- to 10-year deals, the the mega deals that you saw Otani sign, the, the, the Bryce Harper deals, the Mike Trout deals. I'm not quite sure if he's in that category. After the season, the worst-case scenario for him is that he comes back and makes another 30 mil next year. 
that wouldn't be so bad for the Cubs or for Cody Bellinger. Let's wait and see. But this is a one-year, $30 million contract to make the Cubs NL Central champions. Well, I'd love to see what Pacota has to say now if they're going to readjust now that uh, Cody is officially back because they had the Cardinals winning this division with 83 wins, Cubs around 80 wins in the uh, Pacota predictions. I think this is a good deal for both sides of the equation, and Cody should be an absolutely massively motivated player because it's kind of now or never in order for him to get this. Once he gets to 30, I don't think he's getting $200 million after the age of 30. I, I just don't think that's... I don't think that's going to happen. This is um, kind of got Carlos Correa written all over it, right? So he had the one-year deal again, and then proved it, and then got his 200 plus million um, from the Twins, and he was again just shy of 30 years old. So this is a great. I, I, either Cody Bellinger is going to make 30 million dollars and then 200 million dollars, or the Cubs are going to be on the hook for 80 million. It's now or never. I, I think that's so. It, but that's the fear. That that's why he didn't get what he wanted. Because to answer the question, regression is a legitimate fear. Yes, it is. Yeah, I, I think that there is definitely a fear of regression, which is why he didn't get the big money contract that he was looking for. What was his um, WAR last year? Four something, and they as the comeback player of the year, the projections are in the three range for him because the batted ball metrics would say that um, he probably did better than he should have. Um, we'll see. Uh, it's going to be fascinating. I think if he if he um, has a big year, then he'll opt out. And if he doesn't have a big year, he'll opt out after the second year. But I don't see him I mean, he'd have to kind of fall off the ledge and have an injury or something to actually want to be there for the third year at $20 million. I, I just don't think that that's going to happen. So I think, you know, depending on – and, you know, he should be a very highly motivated player. He's on effectively a one-year deal, and he can try to get back into free agency in the offseason. So uh, – but I, I, I would guess – it's probably like a two-year deal, just in case something goes awry this year. He can he can have cover with another thirty million next year, and then and then try to make some money uh, before that third year. But you know, I don't think. I mean, his regression. It got to a point where he was DFA'd by the Dodgers, right? And and I think that had to do with injury. As much as anything, he had a great year last year, and he was healthy. And I think that um, I think that even if he regressed a little bit, it won't be that bad. I think he'll have a pretty decent year. I'm looking forward to it. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. That's a big question. That's the voice of Bruce Levine. He was a guest here yesterday with the Mully and Haw Show. What do you make of him telling us that if he were the GM, Pete Crow Armstrong would remain with the Cubs as a late-inning defensive player, double switch with Cody Bellinger going over to first base? What about you? Would you start him in Iowa to work on his hitting and pray for a Christopher Morrell-style return to the big leagues? Yes. Yeah, I would definitely start him in Iowa. Uh, you know, it doesn't mean he's got to be down there all year long. But I think that when you look at I, – I, I get what Bruce was saying, that that he has this defensive ability that is um, – that raises the the games of the players around him and you have to have your best players. You, you have to look at him in terms of the long term. You don't look at him as a guy he, – he needs – more at bats. He needs, he's a young player and he needs to play a lot. And I would rather see him do that in Iowa than limit his at bats in the big leagues. And then you don't know if you're crawling around in his head or what you're doing in terms of his development. I think he needs more at bats. So I would send him to Iowa. And, and again, if, if, he go, if he starts tearing it up and he's making all these circus catches and, you know, you, you believe – that his game will translate to the big leagues, then I would bring him up and maybe. But I, I think I would be more likely to let him develop at his pace in Iowa than kind of rush him to the major leagues unless you needed him. And you've got, you've got Tauchman, uh behind Bellinger, so you've got some cover. Uh, is, is, you know, is, is Canario in a different position in terms of his – Rookie kind of you know young player status uh, than than uh, a PCA I would say yes. So if you really wanted a you know outfield help a, a you know a a fifth outfielder I think he could be that guy for you. And they got a lot of guys in camp too that might fit into that role. So I think I'd leave him uh, in Iowa and and let him work on hitting and just see what happens. Well, this is a really interesting question. Plus, they kind of, because of how big the Bellinger news was, they added a first another first baseman. So they've got like a glut of first baseman. Now, like, is somebody getting traded? Dominic Smith you talking about? No, 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 no. While we were all celebrating Chris Chelios and while we were all kicking our heels about uh, Cody Bellinger, Garrett Cooper signed right. on as a first baseman. Not Garrett Cooper. Yeah, Garrett Cooper. Ever heard of him? Yeah. So... 
I'm just saying, again, he's not like going to knock your socks off and go to the All-Star game. My point is, but there's another guy, a lefty. I believe Garrett Cooper's another lefty hitter, another first baseman, right? I mean, here's the thing. They love defense as a group, as a collective group. But Craig Council is also coming in here with his own thoughts and his own way of doing things. Mm-hmm. And Rosenthal just wrote a piece about how Craig comes in and in the Cubs – better realize and Jed's on board with this to shake things up. The the past is the past. We're moving forward. We're not going to be status quo. We're going to do things different. He went out of his way to say Crow Armstrong needs to be playing every day, whether that's here on the North side or down in Iowa, but every day. But if you're on the verge of winning, as David is suggesting, and I'm agreeing with, like if you're going to win this division, it's not the worst idea in the world for him to kind of sit stagnant and come in and play gold glove center field 7, 8, and 9 and move Bellinger either to the DH at that point or to first base because how important your defense is. And if Bellinger's in center field, what level of defense do the Cubs have at first base? And is that part of this equation? I think that's a good point. And I think let's talk in three or four weeks. All right. I mean, PCA because is the big story. PCA is is a big story, but it also the Craig Council's input in this mm-hmm. will will be the most important voice, and it will carry the furthest because of what he means to this organization. And if he thinks that that uh, PCA is worth having in the lineup every, three times a week or as a defensive replacement, he'll be in Chicago. I think that they're are good arguments to be made for why he needs more seasoning. He would think, argue that he would belongs in Chicago. He had a very confident uh, and and confronted the questions. We interviewed him on Saturday and inside the clubhouse. He's not shy. He's a great interview. But I also think the flexibility you can look at in spring training, even though results don't matter, according to counsel. Michael Bush, PCA. Michael Bush, PCA. Who's further along? If Michael Bush is not who, what we, you, the Cubs want him to be, Cody Bellinger plays first and PCA is, then he's the easiest center field option, even though you have Talkman to do a little bit of everything as well. He gives you some flexibility. The roster versatility that Cody Bellinger's return affords Craig Council is huge. And I think the PCA decision is one that you don't have to make on February 27th. You see what happens. And I think that Council might be leaning toward keeping him. Can you – I guess – okay, Michael Bush question mark. Is Christopher Morrell not a question mark at third base? Perhaps. And now you're going to add another question. I, I'm I'm just wondering how you're going to line it up. And who's and the DH gonna, to your point, right? Who that's like who, exactly? You right. know, is Bush the DH? Is Morrell the DH? Every once in a while, you're going to want to get Cody Bellinger off his feet I, and have him DH every once in a while. I, I mean, think that the, seven days a week you may have four different lineups because Craig Council is here to not have the same one every day. That's kind of a dated concept, and I think you'll see some mixing and matching depending on matchups and depending on who's hot and who's not. Now go ahead and ask me whatever you want to ask me, and I'll answer whatever I feel like. Did you enjoy hearing Governor J.B. Pritzker respond to a question about public funding for a new White Sox stadium? I start out really reluctant, and unless a case is made that the long-term, that the investment yields a long-term return, for the taxpayers that we can justify in some way? I haven't seen that yet. Do you think Uncle Jerry enjoyed hearing that? That sounded like a carefully worded, skillfully crafted no. And I think it was 
uh, sobering. No. They were comments from the top politician in the state of Illinois that wanted to tap the brakes on this momentum because, yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, those are beautiful renderings. Oh, my gosh, is that exciting to think about the Sox playing in the South Loop. Now pay for it. Now reach deep into your own pockets, Jerry Reinsdorf, because you know what? Governor Pritzker is not playing, and he's not paying, and he's not interested in a billion dollars in public subsidies for your own ballpark. So this was JB this was JB Pritzker, I think, reminding people that gone are the days where the, the public's gonna be on the hook for these vanity projects. Now, this doesn't have to be a vanity project. It can be a great thing for Chicago in terms of development, in terms of jobs, in terms of all the things that they need to convince politicians that matter. But so far, not so good. That was a no. That was a no shot. I would love to be inside the head of the chairman to know what he thought when he heard that clip. Doesn't he know Michael's going to have to sell the team and they're going to leave? That seems to be his whole modus operandi. Uh, uh, that was a hard no, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, that was not even a wiggle room uh, kind of half-arsed yes. There, you know, the whole idea of the project is, well, we need to make a certain amount of money, so give us this, give us this, give us this. There, there was nothing about a long-term yield for the taxpayer at all. Um, and, and it's interesting because, you know, they hadn't really made their pitch yet. They had just kind of shown their plans. And by all accounts, the while we know what the money was going in, it wasn't they didn't really ask for it. Jerry didn't really ask for it when he um, leathered up to talk to the uh, to the legislature. And, you know, you heard the governor say that he didn't see any of it, but his people did. And here's what they told him. Um, I, I really, I think you're right. It was a very articulate, uh, you know, well, well prepared answer that ultimately was a flat out no. Did you see? Did you say leathered up? Uh, Jerry leathered up. Jerry's all leathered up. He got all leathered up to go down. Was that leather or pleather? Didn't he? Yes. That wasn't like a fake leather jacket. No, I think it might have been pleather. Okay. Maybe. You know, that's a really good question. Are you planning on watching White Sox-Dodgers later today? Is the promise of Shohei Odani's debut coming as it could today against the Sox lefty Garrett Crochet worth the investment of your time? Yeah, I just probably would watch the first inning. You know, it's it's kind of a drag. I wish there were more Sox games on TV. And I, to my fault, my detriment, I have not spent a lot of time uh, trying to figure out uh, if they're if I can watch these games, I mean, I I, I I'm guessing since MLB is going to run it at nine o'clock at night, that it's going to be the Dodgers version, right? The Dodger games are probably like the marquee network running Cubs games. You pretty much, you know, get your fill of them. But I, I haven't gone to the Sox website to look for any kind of a standing cam or anything or what. I don't know what they would do. Uh, to show those games, but I did watch the two games, uh, the two White Sox games. I, I wanted to watch Cubs Sox. I watched the Sox version because I wanted to hear John Schifrin, and I was curious 
to hear him broadcast with Stoney. And so I watched the second game that was broadcast. And I and I, I think they won't be on again for a little bit, but I would um I would be curious in monitoring that just to kind of get a feel for how that broadcast is going to be. Um, and I thought he did fine. I thought he was um, uh, good in that role, fine, well enough. He's a pro. Whatever. He was a pro. I, I told you a friend of mine texted me and basically said that his enthusiasm, wait till he goes through a season of the White Sox, his enthusiasm will wane about halfway through this thing. I don't see how anyone can remain positive about what we're going to be looking at. So, um, yeah, I want to see Garrett Crochet strike out Shohei Otani in Otani's debut. I want to see that matchup as well. I think that's cool. Uh, you can be all over X and, and find a right. clip of that, I'm sure. Uh, I will follow your lead, Molly, as you mentioned earlier. When I do get home today, I will go to the uh, on-demand, and I will find it, and I will hit the record button. I don't know if I'm going to go that far. I, I think I'm curious. Uh, I'll probably catch up with it later. I don't have a ton of curiosity about the White Sox just yet. Garrett Crochet against Otani is a good matchup. I am curious how Otani looks after the surgery, at mm-hmm. the plate, swinging the bat. That's always fun, although I will watch him with a bit of envy because obviously that was the pipe dream going into the Cubs offseason. Not going to necessarily make a point to watch much more than that. Maybe as time moves on in spring training, I'll see you know get involved in the White Sox a little bit more. Right now, today, I'm probably more curious about how Matt Eberflus answers the questions about his 5 o'clock shadow than I am about seeing Garrett Crochet face Otani. I'm not talking necessarily about a pick six or something like that. That's the voice of Brad Biggs. Biggs time 725 today, live from the start of the NFL Combine. How about the beloved Loyola Rambler receiving one AP Top 25 vote and three in the coaches' poll heading into a big week? They face uh, two quad one games. Tonight, they've got the St. Bonaventures and Friday night, a home game versus Dayton. Can Loyola keep up the winning ways? Well, if I only knew some Loyola graduate and alum Mm. that might have connections to a ticket for that Dayton game because they're going for like $200 a piece. This is fun. One vote only one vote? Call Chelly. This is <laughs> this is a good team. This is a good college basketball team. Drew Valentine's having a terrific year. Could be A-10 coach of the year. And you look at where they're headed and how they're peaking maybe at the right time. March is the end of the month, and this is the ideal time for Loyola. It's Loyola time. It's winning time. It's Rambler time. So, yeah, they can keep up the winning ways because I think that they did the lull thing last year. They rebuilt with the transfer portal and all the things. We talked to Drew Valentine last week, sounded very capable and confident. This is the time that Loyola will start to take off a little bit. So I think this is going to be a good week for the Ramblers. Next week, maybe maybe they get more than that. Now, these are two games that you should get in front of, that you'll want to get on the couch yes. and get on your TV or your app or however you consume it. And I will definitely be looking at that Dayton game Friday night. And again, Mully, I need two. <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, if I'm not mistaken, the the kids go on break uh, starting Monday, which means basically starting Friday. So I hope they stick around and make sure they go to that game Friday night because they're going to need that crowd. I watched their game against George Mason on Saturday, and George Mason had just beaten Dayton, which is how the Ramblers – uh, wound up with a share of first place with uh, Richmond. Uh, they're, they've won 20 games now, and they, they're 12-2 and two in the A-10. And so 
you know, tonight feels like a classic trap game going into the Bonnies, and that's a decent team, and they've got some size, and they've got a, a pretty good player who they thought was going to come to Loyola, uh, uh, Charles Pride, and he stayed. Uh, he went to St. Bonaventure instead. And then they come home for the Dayton game, which is a big game. So, um, again, their, their net ranking is like 93 in the country. It is not good at all because they haven't played a lot of quad one games. So these two games count as quad one games if they can continue to win. And, I, and as I said, I watched their game against George Mason. They, won that, they were up 30 in that game. They won that game by 20. They, that's the best game they've played all year. They are like 11 men deep. Everybody they brought in contributed. I think like 10 guys scored points in that game. Um, I, it was it was about as thorough a victory as I've seen them have this year. They're playing really good basketball, and they're playing very confidently. So let's hope they don't fall into a trap tonight, and then they come home and uh, and handle business. The atmosphere at that game was crazy. The student section packed, everyone going nuts. It was a sellout as the Dayton game will be, and well worth going to, well worth watching on television. So I think they're on ESPN Plus tonight, if that helps, and then they're, uh, they will be on television on, on Friday. Go Ramblers. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.